Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, we're going to break down Game 7 between the Raptors and the 76ers. Which game winner or game clincher was better, Kawhi Leonard's or Damian Lillard's game clincher in Round 1? You'll find out as you listen. We also get our thoughts on the Lakers' new hire, Frank Vogel, and his assistant coach, Jason Kidd, and how this will affect the Lakers in the future, along with LeBron's career. Also, we get our reaction in the 2019 NBA Draft Lottery. We also have a special Fizz Face segment for you. We're going to talk about our worst experiences at restaurants. Be sure to check that out, and we have awards to give out at the end. So sit back. Relax, enjoy this show, enjoy the podcast. Yo, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, what's going on? Man, not much, we be in the zone, we back. Once again, once again. Man, I'm out here in these streets, man. Sorry about that, I had some bells ringing, man. I'm no, it's all good. Connectivity issues, people hit me up like, hey, did you see that email? I'm like, what email? I go to my, my Outlook and it's like, cannot receive mail at this time. I'm like, okay. Dog. Oh. <laughs> I don't I didn't know what was going on. But what's good, bro? I'll just be acting funny, man. I know, man. I know. It's like I kinda I needed to work, man. Like I be I be out here in these streets, man. I gotta stay informed. I'll be missing like I, I actually missed I actually missed the email, man. I just found out I gotta go to elder school in January. <laughs> oh, oh, oh hey man, you might be going with my father in law. <laughs> I actually just seen him a couple of days ago. Oh, word? <laughs> yeah, I was at the carts, and uh, he came down and to say what's up, and then he went back to Millennium Station. And he, uh, it was like, all the other friends that was, I was standing with, it was like, oh, he just came over to say hi? I was like, yeah, man, that's, you know, that's big folks. Hey, that's hey real talk, though. Real talk, man. He used to run with Jeff Ford back in the day. Oh, he did? <laughs> yeah, asked him. What? Yeah, he got some stories. Oh, good, man. We got to bite him on the podcast. <laughs> that might be too hot to be. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> sure. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, if you want a too hot for TV, watch Tower Study. Hey, go go to Ian's congregation, man. You'll get one. <laughs> you watch Tower Conductor. You know, he want, he want to stick to the main point, you know call on the friends different ones you know stick to the outline stick to the script well if you don't want all that just go to Kensington <laughs> oh man shoot what is going on I keep saying I can't get mail oh so you still struggling yeah man it's so weird well I'm on a time constraint today and I, I'm gonna just, you know, tell you, I'm actually, we got the Arabic campaign coming up at our 
at our Kingdom Hall. Actually, it's right around the corner, like two weeks from now. And um, working with your boy, Sean Winston, man. Oh, snap. The big homies. Yeah, the big homies down here at Arabic, over here in my side of town. Word. That's what's up, man. Yeah, he he snatched me up to, to work on this project for Arabic. And it's a lot of delegates. We we got to handle like 140 some delegates, man. And so me and Danita had to put our heads together, put a big schedule together. We got to come up with territory for them, all that stuff. So I've been working on that all week, bro. So so the people they come in and they give you a hand with your territory, with the territory, or how's that work? Oh, we we got territory set up for them. We just got to set their their. We got to set up the groups for the day. We got to set up. What brothers is taking the group out for each day, each time slot. We and we also gotta set up what territories that they are assigned to go to. And the territories is all local. So Ah, okay. So y'all have to get together the information where the air people speak, yes. where they live at, and then get hand that over to them. Exactly. Exactly. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. But been working on that, so um, I I know we usually got we usually get an earlier start than this, but I got enough time to squeeze in some good NBA talk and some good theater space talk. So we gonna keep it at that today, ladies and gentlemen. But we won't sell y'all short. But with that said, you got any shout outs for? Us? Yes, man. Yes, I, I want to send a shout out to all them friends out there that be seat stealing. You come to the hall, man. You know you know how we got all our special. We got our preferred seats. You know what I'm saying? We, we don't have any one of them, man. We don't have a sign seats, man. We got preferred seats. You know what I'm saying? I, I I don't mind. I don't mind if I'm off by a couple of rows or a row or two or a couple of seats. But like, man, stop. Especially when you know somebody had kids, man. Stop filling their seats. <laughs> you know what? I can I can see it if I come in late, man. But if I come in early and we all got our pick of the litter as far as seats, man, why are you sitting in my seat, man? If I, for all you know, I'm sitting there because that's the only seat where the Watchtower study can, can see my son's hand. <laughs> all them seat stealers out there, man. Yo, and, 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 and hey, man, people got reasons sometimes to sit where they want to sit. I remember a um, couple, couple weeks ago, I had to stay home from the, from the meeting because my, my son was, he was at like the stomach flu or whatever. So my wife went to the meeting and she was saying this particular sister stole a seat. So she was like, whatever, I'll go sit over here next to this other sister. <laughs> this sister, man. And no one ever sits next to this sister for some reason. I don't know how I found out the reason why. Um, my wife tells me she sits next to the sister. The sister got a lap full of hard candy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's opening them up one by one all loud, like unwrapping the paper all loud, then sucking and slurping on the hard candy like super loud throughout the entire meeting. And she was like, she had a lap full of candy ready to go. Dude, I, you know what? I'm guilty of charging the whole uh, candy wrap thing. I'm guilty of charge. I'm one of them brothers. But I don't be, the sucking part, that's not me. I don't do all that. You know, once it go go in my mouth, man, it, I'm done. You know, it's, it ain't no chewing, no crunching, no none of that. You know, you got a mint, you hear that crunch, like somebody's bone is popping in their face. <laughs> and it's only, is it is it one piece or is it a lap full of pieces of candy? No, 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 no. It's just one piece, man. But you know what? I found a trick, Ian. I found a trick. So 
I used to have this trick where when the brothers say turn to a certain scripture, you know, I would turn, I take out my rapping and start because it'll blend in with the papers and stuff turning. But we live in a day and age of tablets now, so that trick don't work no more. <laughs> <laughs> so what I do is before I go to the meeting, I'll kind of partially tear the wrappings before I and put them in my suit. So I will unwrap. <laughs> I would tear off the wrapping inside my suit pocket so the noise won't protrude into or escalate outside to other friends so other friends can hear it. So, so you got to break it, broke it down to a science. I got to you... it down to a science, man. I got my. I, I thank my family, my, my in laws, for that because before before I met before I started dating Benita, man, I was savage, man. I was opening up all types of wrappings in front of everybody. <laughs> 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 You 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 was opening you was opening up them Halloween bags again, <laughs> dude. I was, I was crazy, and then my the first elders meeting I ever went to, uh, I had I did the same thing. I mean, I took out a candy wrapper. Sometimes it come back to backfire because after once we go on break, now all the brothers want to come up to you. Hey man, you got some candy, man? You got some? I saw. I thought you were gonna wrap that. Yeah, you gonna have to up that. I'm like, what? You run that, run that, run that candy, son. Run that candy. Yeah, run that back. I got called cobs, man. Run that back. Hey, no cobs, no cobs. Yo, and shout out to Sean Winston, man. That's swole folks right there. <laughs> yes, yes. That dude is Hercules, man. Man, ask him about the time we jumped him. <laughs> it took like six of us, but we did it. Y'all jump. Wait a minute, Sean is. Sean is a gentle giant, man. What what could he have possibly done? Hey, he wasn't a gentle giant back in the he wasn't a gentle giant back in the day. Back in the day, he was clapping the fire at it at a cafe. <laughs> man, I can't. Hey, man, he was messing. He was messing with one of our boys, man. He was messing with one of our boys, always beating up on him. So we got together one day after a skate party and jumped his fool, man. It was. <laughs> It was like the heist of a lifetime, man. Oh man, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Man. <laughs> that's this crazy. was like back in 2002, though. So this was a minute ago. Oh okay, man. man I, that sounds like some 2002, 2003 stuff, man. <laughs> when, you skating, when you said skating party, that's all that was going on back then. But yeah, man. <laughs> said it took like six people. <laughs> it did, man. <laughs> dude, that's hilarious, dude. That's that's crazy. <laughs> hey, oh, on top of your shout out though, I, I want I want to go far without mentioning this, man. This is my pet peeve when it comes to seating at the Kingdom Hall. I don't like when you come to a Kingdom Hall. And I know that I know I know you can attest to this, but no one wants to sit towards the front, man. Like everybody that don't have kids. And I'm vouching for those families like you, yourself, many other families who have babies who have uh, that want to sit near the back so that they can take their their baby start crying. They can take them to the bathroom, take them to the mother's room, second school, wherever they got to go. But you got these friends that don't have no families, nothing, no, not a big family at all. They sitting all the way in the back. <laughs> all in, all in the back. All in coming. the back. Right, holding up. And then, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
then they'll get mad if they don't come and get get caught on the comment. It's all right. thing, man. You was always in the back in the deep corner, man. Like, like how you expect the brother to see you? Exactly, exactly. You'll get. I will call on you much easier if you sit towards the front. Shouts out to his sister that, that used to be in my congregation. She's in Arabic. Deborah Hayes. <laughs> she she said all the way in the front. Always can count on her to raise her hand, man. Every time. Every time. Never had a complaint about her saying, oh, you missed, missed my hand. But I, the ones that you get the complaints from are the ones that be out there still in seats in the back from these families. <laughs> oh, man. You know it. So... Yeah, big shout out. I like that shout out. That was a good one. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you was that dude though. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I, you know what? I, I, I don't even. I don't even want to sit in the back because in the back, you, it's hard to get called on. So, like, I'll try to sit on the left hand side in like the fourth or fifth row from the front. I got a story I want to share with you. Okay, a lot of people listen. I'm gonna let Danita hear this because this podcast. She's she listens to our podcast sparingly when I give her. To, you know when I sure but she's not really you know into it she don't really have time to listen to us our, our foolishness our foolishness. <laughs> yeah she don't have she don't have time for that but i am going to tell this story and i'm going to make sure she hears this one but nita can be savage at times one time <laughs> this is when i was dating her is <laughs> a sister at our hall i'm not going to mention her name but <laughs> she wasn't a big fan of me she was not a big fan of me and danita knew I, that she wasn't a big fan of me so, <laughs> Danita, what you, what you do to that sister? I ain't do nothing to this sister, man. I ain't do nothing. All I, I was just being me, and people can't handle that sometimes. I got a little <laughs> Mimi patting in me, man. Y'all gotta realize that. <laughs> Shout out to Mimi. <laughs> I'm Mimi's son, man. I got an on, just like you were saying about Shug Knight and P Diddy on your vibes and stuff podcast. It's an on and off switch. My mom, she don't have an on and off switch. I have an on and off switch. So. <laughs> but when it's on, it's on. So, <laughs> Danita noticed that this sister loves to sit in this particular spot every time she visited my congregation. And she that irritated her about that because she don't like when friends just stick to one seat and everything. You know, she liked to move around. Her and her family like to move around. And her father <laughs> used they used to they used they're actually they used to do it on purpose. They used to mess with friends to sit in their spot <laughs> and see how their reaction was. So they was kind of savage. So Danita. Oh, that ain't, that's, that's trifling right there. Hey, that's hey, <laughs> that's hey, a soft move. Hey, hey. <laughs> you heard it from me. You heard it from me. You don't know, you don't know why them friends pick them seat. <laughs> hey, she gonna listen to this. She gonna, hey, she gonna disagree with you. But, so she was like, look, you know what? I don't like the way she treats you. I don't like how she showed favoritism towards other brothers in the congregation. So you know what I'm going to do? She visited our congregation one time. I walked in the hall with her. I said, where we sitting? Danita was like, I know where we going to sit. She walked straight up to this sister's seat. She wasn't there yet. We sat. She put her stuff right there. I was like, but oh, sister, such and such sits there. She was like, and? I'm like, Okay. All right, <laughs> I sat down, man. I would say about five, ten minutes later, man. Just come <laughs> in there, dude. She saw us sitting there. She was heated, heated. <laughs> she sat on the other side of the kingdom hall. I kid you not. She was wow. Crazy. She didn't even speak to. She didn't even speak to us the rest of the week. Wow. I was like, wow. Okay. All right. 
right. Make enemies keep enemies. I see how you work, Danita. <laughs> I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be for nobody over a seat, man. But it's just like, it's hey, just it's like for me, it's just like that. What you say? I said it's friends out there that will. Yeah, I'm sure there are, man. I'm sure there are. Like, like, you know, it ain't, it ain't that serious, but you know, it's just like, man, what's it to you if I want to sit here? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right. right. What's it to you? You know, it, it don't, it don't make sense, man. But <laughs> anyway, that, that's a good topic of discussion. Appreciate the th- your thoughts on that, man. But uh, we gonna get right into this NBA talk. Get the show on the road before I run out of time. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not gonna talk about, even though it was a great, two great game sevens. We're not gonna talk about the devil. I'm sure many of you have saw the highlights seen all the plays, seen all the dramatics. But me and Ian came up with an interesting question off wax that we want to share with you guys on wax. And it's the game winners between Damian Lillard when he uh, hit the game winner against Portland, I mean against OKC, and then Kawhi Leonard's game winner against Embiid and the 76ers. Which one was better? And so I'm going to ask, I'm going to present this one to you, man. Which game winner or game clinching series basket was better? Man, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Um, Cause one, one is definitely more nerve wracking than the other one, and that was the Kawhi shot. Cause the way it bounced around, right? But the imp- more impressive one was the Damian Lillard. I think the Damian Lillard one was more impressive, but the Kawhi one had you on the edge of your seat a little more. Right. It's hard to say, man. It's hard to say. Like, I mean, I know which one I would have. If say if and that was me on the court and the ball was in my hands and the series was was on the line, I would have rather done what Dame did than done what Kawhi did. Me too. I just felt like Dame was just way more savage. It was just like the the way to buy at the end and, and then stare down at the camera and then the, the anticipation leading to that air, all the fans going up on their feet, and you sitting there like, man, dude, like how is he gonna pull this off? Both games were tied, both games were in situations. And then you got Kawhi. Man, Kawhi pulled off a difficult shot. Like, he's a line drive shooter, if you notice. Like, I've never seen, you can correct me if I'm wrong, have you ever seen Kawhi Leonard hit an all-net shot? Uh, sure, sure. I I don't remember seeing it that much. Every time he hits a shot, it's like rattling in or it's going in hard because he's so strong, man. He's a robot. No, nah, his free throws, his free throws definitely, like, he had a few, few that game that was just nothing but net. Okay, maybe I need to watch Maybe I need to go back and look at some highlights, man It just seems like all his shots, man I mean, they go in, but man They go in, like, rattling in Like, he get, he just got I don't know how he was a- able to master that But, I mean, the dude Had to shoot a rainbow shot Which is not something that he's known for And, you know, to get it over Embiid's outstretched arms When it hit the When it hit the top of the rim I got a funny story so we working on this project, right? And uh, I told my wife, I'm like, man, I need a timeout, man. My brain's about to, <laughs> my brain's about to explode with all these delegates. So I told Nita, I was like, man, 
it's starting to it's like two minutes left man let me, let me I'm gonna put in my headphone I put my headphones on and put it into my tablet to listen to the game so I was watching the game, watching the game and everything and when Kawhi Leonard hit that shot when it hit the top and it bounced up and then it came back down I was like no it's not about to go in and it went in bro I jumped so hard that I snatched the air the earbuds out and I almost dropped my tablet bro <laughs> dude Danita jumped so hard. She was like, what? What happened? What happened? I'm like, you have to see it live. It, does, it It's not going to have the same effect if you see it after the fact. No, no. No, with the game on the line. Yeah, I was at prime time when it happened, man. And like, with, with the big homie Vaughn, who else came through? Dave Signor, Chris Wynn, the Paw Father, Reggie came through. Um, oh, Reggie came through. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And like, Man, dude, that whole restaurant just erupted when Kawhi hit that shot, man. Oh, man, word. See, that's... Okay, so here's my question. How did you react to both of those shots? Oh, man, I'm trying to think. The Dame one was just like... I remember, like, just holding my head, like... Like, wow. Like, like the audacity of him to, like, shoot it from that from that distance. And, like, it was a jaw-dropper. But, like, I was definitely jumping around for the Kawhi shot because it was, like, it bounced the first time, and it's just, like, I'm thinking to myself, oh, it's going to overtime. And then, like, it kept bouncing. I'm like, wait, wait, hold up. Hold up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I-, I sent the link yesterday. I don't know if you watched it, but it's this cat named Scooter McGroover. He does, uh, he does a lot of fan reactions videos where – does NBA reactions where he'll put on every jersey from every team that's in the playoffs and basically react how they would react if they were watching it, <laughs> watching it live. And he did a split screen. He had a rap. He played a Raptors fan on one side, <coughs> a uh, Sixers fan on the other side. And <laughs> when Kawhi hit the shot, I mean, he was just running back and forth. You <laughs> 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 just got the Sixers fan just sitting there like. <laughs> ben Simmons better learn how to shoot a jump shot by the end of the next season. <laughs> like he was going off, man. It was so funny, dude. But that's how I, I feel like my reaction. I gotta go back, man. I think I'm gonna backtrack, dude. I'm gonna have to go with the Kawhi Leonard shot because my reaction to that shot, my reaction to Dame's shot was like, like it was more like, man, it's about time this food. Like I, I was happy for him. Like I was. It was just a moment of clarity, a moment of closure for for everybody that's been ignoring this dude's career. This was like nobody's seen this coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like we all knew he was going to show up and we were going to see some good basketball, but like we didn't know, we we just didn't know like what form it was going to take. We didn't know we were going to see a, 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 the whole series hinge on a shot. You know, on one shot in his hand. Right. But that being said, man, that being said, I'm a little worried if I'm a Toronto fan right now. And I'll tell you why. They, I saw a lot of, they look shook, man. If if your name wasn't Kawhi Leonard, they, they weren't really, the Toronto Raptors weren't really, they didn't really show up to really duke it out. Like Philly, it kind of showed up. Um... There's still a big question mark as to who's the second best player on the Raptors. We know the best player is Kawhi, but who's the second best? Is it Siakam? I don't know. Is it Kyle Lowry? Definitely not. 
Is it Gasol? I don't know. He could be inconsistent. Like, he was pulling the trigger, but his shots weren't falling in game seven. So, Toronto kind of needs to <clears throat> tighten up the screws a bit if they want to keep their championship hopes alive. They really need to tighten the screws a bit because, like, Milwaukee is, is coming to knock your teeth out. Yeah. Yeah. They are. I mean, look at, look at what they did to the Celtics. I mean, had the Celtics rethinking their whole career. Like, should they even be... Like, the way they beat the Celtics... I'm, that, that had the Celtics players thinking, like, man, should we continue to play basketball? Should we all just retire? Because they put a beat down on them fools. And I... Like, I was watching that game. I re-watched the, the, the Toronto Sixers game. Not in its entirety. I just watched the third and the fourth quarter because I missed most of it. I had to go backtrack. And, dude, I've never seen so many players pass up wide open shots just to give it to Kawhi Leonard who's being double teamed so that Kawhi can pull off a more difficult shot I've never seen that yeah yeah same here I did I mean how Laurie passing up open threes Van Fleet who's a good three point shooter he was passing up threes Siakam they was giving Siakam space they was letting him they was like go ahead and shoot it and Siakam was like Kept dribbling, dribbling, waiting for Kawhi Leonard to get open and pass it to him. So I agree with you. Like, that's the difference between the Raptors and Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee got guys that if Giannis ain't having a good game, Chris Middleton ain't scared to take that shot. But that's so scared to take exactly. That shot. And they're getting, they should be getting Brock. Brock is right? back. He came back for game five. Now he wasn't 100%, but he'll be back to 100% once the series starts tonight. So, barring what happens, this podcast, you know, it, it, hey, the Raptors, man, somebody else going to have to step up. I will say this, though. The Bucks can't, the Bucks cannot start off the way they started off against Celtics in the last series. They can't come out flat. Like, you can't, you can't start off the series being 0-1 against the Raptors because they are cut from a different cloth. You had uh, Indiana, I mean, not Indiana, you had Detroit that you pretty much knew what was going to happen with Detroit. You had Boston which now that we're going to get to that later with Rozier, but basically turned out that that whole locker room was in shambles. So they was kind of dysfunctional. They were a dysfunctional team coming into the series and they got the luxury of having an easy opponent in their first round matchup. So now I think it's time for me. Now is the time that Milwaukee finally gets tested in the, in, in the conference finals. And if they lose that first game, it's going to be a long series. You said if Milwaukee loses the I'm first saying, game? If, yeah, if, we're, if Milwaukee loses the first game, this is going to be a long series. I mean, I think it's going to be a long series regardless, but, you know, Milwaukee can't Milwaukee can't expect to win four straight against the Raptors like they did against Boston. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, it's going to be a slugfest. It's going to be a slugfest. I, I, this, this is one of those playoff years where all four teams remaining, like, deserve to be there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to get too far into the Western Conference. I know that wasn't on the, the syllabus for today, but I kind of hope KD never comes back. Dude, <laughs> dude, the Warriors looking so good right now, man. It, it, it's I, I don't know. Now, Portland played some terrible defense yesterday. I don't know what that was. Terry, Terry Stott's getting an award later. I got something for him. But, like, <laughs> I don't know what the Blazers was doing. But, yeah, the Blazers, I mean, the Warriors look awesome right now, man. They... Steph Curry shut everybody's mouth last week. You know, put all that rest to bed. 
James Harden choked again. Chris Paul choked again. Like that, that the Rockets, their windows closed, man. They had the opportunity to beat them without KD. They didn't. And the Warriors are playing even better. They and honestly, I could they have players on their bench that I forgot was on their bench. Jarepko, I remember he was in Detroit. I, I forgot they had Bell. Bell was on Bell was getting a lot of playing time last year. This year he ain't really been I don't know if he was in odds with Steve Kerr or something like that, but I'm like, man, it was nice to see Bell out there. Like, you know, Sean Livingston look like he's back to normal. So man, dude. I don't know. I don't know, man. They yeah, they say if he leaves. Yeah, man. I, I kinda don't want to see KD come back. I would like to see them win a championship without him, honestly. I, like not not so much for them, but to send a message to KD. Yeah. yeah, like we can win without you. We'll be fine. You can go to New York or, or yeah, go 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 into the Knicks. We'll, and join that dysfunctional family if you want, and um, you know we'll be over here winning championships. Yep. <laughs> yep. So uh, I want to get to this next subject real quick. <clears throat> the Lakers hired Frank Vogel, and they hired Jason Kidd as the assistant. Dude, it sound that's that's more like a pack of annihilators to me. <laughs> <laughs> hire Frank Vogel now. Hire. Yeah, yeah. Hire Jason Kidd later. What what, what, that's what yeah. Once 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 Vogel's three years runs out, I wonder why they didn't do it the other way around. I wonder why they didn't do Jason Kidd as the head coach and Vogel as Bro, the because as because LeBron James. I know. And we we've been we've been watching LeBron James for years. LeBron likes guys that he that got laid back. He likes coaches with laid back, loose personalities. Guys he can go out to drink with and stuff like that. Jason Kidd got that feel to him, and the Lakers organization know it. And the Lakers, I think somebody in the Lakers camp knew that LeBron. You know, even if Tyron Lue didn't get hired, I'm sure LeBron would have wouldn't have mind Jason Kidd being his head coach, but. Lakers are so they are so stomped on or, or they're sticking to this whole we're not catering to LeBron we're not going to do anything for to make it seem like LeBron is taking over the team so we're going to hire Frank Vogel and then we're going to hire we'll still give LeBron what he wants but not all the way what he wants I don't know man this, LeBron need to get I, I think they need to trade LeBron that, I'm going to just put it on wax they need to trade LeBron yeah, but trade him for who? So this somebody to take LeBron. Somebody take a thirty-five-year-old LeBron. Hey man, you, you know, the only trade that makes sense because because people people talk about trading LeBron because they, they they I think they feel that's a hot take topic. But if someone was to actually do it, all, all these same sports pundits will be coming out calling calling the Lakers stupid for doing the trade. Yeah, I mean. You had Matthew Johnson put in all this work to get the get the best player in the world, and then you trade him. What's wrong with you, LA? Like, and that, but 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 since they're not doing it, they're going to take the opposite position. So it's like hey, these these pundits need to shut up. Like like who really who really out there? The only trade that would make sense is if they trade LeBron James to James Harden. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that trade will make sense. That that'll help the Lakers get back on the map. Chris Paul can have one of his boat buddies yeah. on the team, and y'all still got all your other pieces. You know, what I'm saying, uh, uh, in place with PJ Tucker and, and 
Eric Gordon. Yeah. You know, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Gerald Green. Yeah, Trey LeBron for Hart. And that's, that's the only one that makes sense to me. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just don't... I don't know what the Lakers organization is doing. You know, it's obvious they're going to get rid of the GOAT. I see that coming. That's another. Oh, oh Lance yeah. Stevenson. Oh, yeah. Hey, we got spot for him on the Bulls. We got spot for him on the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, since the Bulls ain't getting the first pick. So, yeah, hey, we need something. We need something better in health. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Hey, man, I would love to have Lance Stevenson, man. Come on, man. Come on, Lance Stevenson. We're going we gonna, we gonna to build a statue of you outside the United Center. <laughs> right come. next to Mike's. Right next to Mike, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be uh, um, Michael Jordan, you know, doing the dunk over over the, whatever opponent is in that in that sculpture, and it's gonna be Lance Stevenson dunking on Michael Jordan. <laughs> I thought you was gonna say it was gonna be a a, a, a statue of him dancing, playing guitar. <laughs> no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a sculpture of him uh, dunking on Michael Jordan. Oh, wow. <laughs> And the ball is going to be on fire. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, man, I take Lance Stevenson. But, yeah, man, I, I don't know, man. It's, it ain't looking good in La La Land, man. They got the fourth pick. We'll see what happens. They might trade it. I'm hearing rumors. But, you know, we'll see what happens, man. Uh, let's, uh, speak, speaking of the Lakers, I want to talk about their longtime rival, the Celtics. I want to get into Terry Rozier, man. Have you seen all the interviews he's been doing, bro? Yes, yes. He he's up for my Cuddy Award, Ooh, man. Man, that dude straight up. He he telling all the business. Yeah, man. He um he Aaron cats out, man. <laughs> like he campaigning to play for the Knicks. You know what? But see, here's the thing. If and I thought about this too. If Kyrie goes to the Knicks, then what? Right. Like, well, I guess he got other options. He got other options. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the Knicks is like set in stone like Stephen A. Smith out there talking about 95% sure that the, the that Kyrie Irving is going to the Knicks. Like, man, shut up, man. What's up? They want the Knicks. They want the Knicks to be relevant oh, so bad, man. man. The Knicks and the Lakers, man. <laughs> Give it up. I was looking at my YouTube feed today. All it is is stories about... Oh, what are the Knicks going to do since they didn't get the number one pick? It's like y'all got the number three. So, like, y'all still. Right, y'all still did all right. R.J. Barrett is a top. He would have been a number one pick had Zion had this explosive season. Like, dude, (laughs) come on, man. I don't want to hear that, Knicks fans. Get our draft R.J. Barrett and be happy. You'll be all right. Ain't no guarantee. Honestly, ain't no guarantee that 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 Zion is going to be that great of a player. We don't know yet. He's coming in with insurmountable hype, but ain't no guarantee that he's going to be this Michael Jordan slash uh, Lance Stevenish type player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, real quick, yeah, I meant to send you this yesterday. <laughs> so. <laughs> It was this real cockswole dude had a haircut like Zion and everything. <laughs> he come barging in the gym with his shirt off, and they captioned it: "Zion gonna be coming in the NBA like." And he dunking on a bunch of kids, bro. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. That was a hilarious video. But Zion ain't no, gonna be doing that, y'all. <laughs> hey, but that little that little white boy in the Celtics jersey that was Brendan Hayward. <laughs> oh, not Brendan Hayward, Gordon Hayward. 
Right. <laughs> that was Gay- Gordon Hayward as a kid. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, oh, yeah, Terry Rozier, man. I, 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 you know what? We'll, we'll since you got an award form, we'll elaborate more on it when we give out our awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. So, um, we'll, I don't know if you saw, you know, and we don't here on the Magnificent Babs podcast for future reference. Do not, and I will repeat, do not be looking for us to talk about anything involving the NBA draft coming up in June. All right? Don't don't look for us talking about that. But what I will talk about and what I thought I found intriguing from last night's draft lottery is the fact that Adam Silver is finally putting his foot down. I love, love, love the fact that all these teams have an equal amount to get a top pick with the lottery balls. I'm glad he changed the lottery balls so that everybody can have, who at least the top three seeds have an even amount. And it turned out the Knicks got the third pick like we talked about. The Grizz, two low market teams, the Grizzlies and the Pelicans get the top seed. So I'm so glad that this happened because now we can finally see some good basketball in the NBA come next year when coaches are put on put on um, the spot and saying, hey, listen, y'all need to coach these teams. Stop trying to tank. Y'all need to coach these teams and, and, and give us some quality basketball and stop trying to play for lottery picks. I'm glad that that came. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for that, too. It, 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 come on, man. It's like, this has got to stop. This has got to stop. You, you, I, I'm a working man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... I don't I don't want to pay money for a ticket to go to a game and watch a team that is actually trying to tank for for the draft. Like nobody wants to spend their hard on money watching or supporting a, a team no. like that. And I'm one of them. I'm one of them. The Bulls literally had a D-League team at the end like the last 10 15 games of the season. They had a D-League squad in the starting lineup with Robin Lopez as starting center. And and you want us to pay $75 for nosebleed tickets to go see that crap? Come on, man. No, no. Not, not going to be able to do it. do it. Nope. Not me. Not in my house. You get whoopings in my house for that. Like, $75, man, that's two That's two real lobster dinners. <laughs> for two. That is two red lobster dinners. And during lunch at red lobsters, that's, that's like four. <laughs> dude like man come on man thank you dude i am so i was listening to the radio i was actually listening to talk radio on the way home from work and you know it was one angry bulls fan after another just calling in oh i'm just so disappointed in the bulls they did all this tanking and they got the seven c i mean the seven pick and i don't know what they're doing i don't know what guard packs and all this other stuff i'm like man listen <laughs> Listen. Stop stop banking on draft stop picks, man. That's yeah. what that's what people need to stop doing. Stop banking on these oh the draft pick will save us. It's like you're you're holding out for one guy who who you don't even know how they're gonna play and adjust in the league. Yeah, I get it, certain players look like they're gonna get in and be beasting. But like let's say the Bulls actually did get that first pick. It's like what would they have honestly done with? Got got uh, a European player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they would have did. A clean cut European player. That's what they would have got. 
Yeah, I don't disagree with. I don't want to hear. Oh, we we was gonna get even if we didn't get uh Zion Williamson, we would have got John Morant. Like, come on, man. The Bulls ain't that. They not going after no John Morant. They believe in Chris Dunn. They believe that Chris Dunn is going to be a perennial All Star. So. Get that out y'all heads, Bulls fans. John Morant wasn't going to save the Bulls. Let's just just, just cut that out. And I know they're going to talk about it in a particular podcast, but hey, (laughs) you heard what I said. All on the the microphone. (laughs) Talking about contracts and food. Nah, we we ain't wasting our time with that. Listen, Bulls fans. The Bulls ain't going to be relevant until Jerry Reinsdorf calls it quits and and, say, and tell, tell his family to take me off life support. Until then, <laughs> the Bulls are going to be trash, man. Just deal with it. Just deal with it. We ain't, I, ain't, I ain't about to we ain't about to sit here and cry with spilled milk. I knew the Bulls wasn't going to get a draft, top draft pick. I knew it. I knew it. It was all painted. It was painted for the, the pictures painted for the Lakers. In the Nick and Nick's drama, that's what the that's what the networks want. That's what ESPN wants. They don't care about Chicago, man. Nobody don't want to come to the cold weather in Chicago to cover the Bulls, man. That's it's it's a wrap, man. How about them Bears, man? How it, 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 next? <laughs> next. On to the on next. On to the one. next one. Let's on to this Thiers face real quick, man. So last week we didn't get a chance to to touch on the Thiers face topic but before we get to that let's let's uh take a commercial break all right let's do that let's pay some bills oh, 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 oh hilarious oh hello my name is chocolate Getty, and i'm a pimp that's what i do well i only do two things really well in this world one take money from two I sell drugs to the community. But one day, I saw a scene that hurt my heart. A little child outside an orphanage asking me for a fix. Lips so cracked they look like the Grand Canyon. I gave the little one some lip balm, which I let her keep, because she was nasty. Then I took her to Fight Smack in the orphanage, where they have all kinds of preschool drug counseling and methadone. Now I only do one thing well in this world, because I don't sell drugs no more. Fighting Smack in the orphanage. All right, we yes, back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. I forgot to add, man. On our, in our Frank Vogel conversation, yeah. whatever happened to Jawan Howard? That's what I mean, man. I was more of a fan of Jawan Howard being hired, but again, that's giving LeBron James what he wants. They want to do that. It's a shame what happened to Flip. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta find that. We gotta find that dude and add that to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Consider it yeah. done. Uh, but yeah, it's it's that's crazy, man. But yeah, give we resurrected the theater space. Theater space is back on magnificent vibes. I know it's been a few episodes since we uh, recommended some restaurants and everything. But today 
we'll we'll get back to recommending restaurants in later spaces. But today we're gonna share some of our worst experiences. Yes, yes. Some some podcasts tell you where to go. We tell you where to go and where not to go as well. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) So, Ian, man, I'm gonna start with you, man. What you got for us? Man, I, I got two two brief brief experiences. Like I've had a lot of bad experiences at restaurants, so I'm gonna just go with the two most recent ones. One is from the Chili's on the, in Marshfield Plaza over there on 119th of Marshfield. I this 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 Chili's like let's it it, it, it they they just invent ways to disappoint and let you down, man. <laughs> what they're mad scientists? <laughs> they are, man. It's like they're evil geniuses. It's like they don't want to a quest to like provide the worst service possible like dude you could walk into that joint on a sunday afternoon i swear you could be you and your family could be the only people in the restaurant it'll still take 15 minutes for them to get you seated wow the the menus be dirty okay the the the, the waitresses are always they they seem so busy and so their attention is so divided even when there's barely anyone in the restaurant but i'm going to talk about my online experience with them because one night me and my wife didn't feel like dining in so she was like you know what i'm gonna order it online can you just go pick it up bring it back here i said cool oh you know we don't have to tip nobody or whatever so she she sends me the screenshot on my phone of the order that she placed i i try they say they say pick it up at 7 30 uh whatever i get i get there like 7 35 I showed them, I, I put it, I, I give them my name for the pickup. They looking all, the chick is funky as ever, right? As usual. Yeah, okay, she's funky as ever. And she's like, I don't see your name in here. And I was like, well, we, we placed the order online. I handed up my phone and showed her the, uh, the screenshot receipt. And she looks at it for like, for like 10 seconds. And then she goes, well, I, I internet down. I said, your internet down. I, I was like, well, how was I able to place it? I was like, you know what? Never mind. Can you just fulfill the order? Well, that's going to be like 20, 30 minutes. All right, fine. I'm here now. I didn't made the drive. Just just fulfill my right. order. So do I wait 45 minutes and they hand me my stuff and I'm flipping through it. Everything is wrong. They didn't get the soup. They didn't get my wife the soup she ordered. They didn't give her the sauce she ordered. There was stuff missing from my order. I'm like, yo, you gotta run this back. This missing, that's missing, blah blah blah. Okay, so she as she flips through it again a second time as if I'm lying to her. I'm like, you really think I sat here for 45 god. minutes just to lie to you about the order now? Oh my god, how, how old look? So I didn't did like that. Look? So, so how you old said what? Man, she couldn't have been no older than 25, uh, 23 maybe. Okay, so I have them run it back. I have to wait another 20 minutes for them to get the stuff right. I check it again. Everything appears to be right. You know, I pack it up, go home or whatever. And I'm getting about to get off the expressway when, I, when I'm when i heading back to the crib. And I remember, oh, wait a minute. I didn't even pay. Mm. Now, <laughs> boss move or soft move? I kept going home. That's a boss move. Because <laughs> they, honestly, they, they owed you that for waiting all that time. Yeah, that's how I felt, man. That's how I felt. Like, and and dude, I've had experiences there before where they screwed up my meal and they never offered me a discount or to give it to me free and and or anything. Okay. And I know what y'all thinking. Ian, why do y'all keep why do you keep going to this terrible restaurant? You know what? It's close, it's in the neighborhood. I like to see businesses in the neighborhood. I try to support them, but you gotta give me something to support. Right. 
you got to give me a reason to come back. I agree. Okay. So that was my experience. Didn't pay for the meal at all. So that That's was a cool. boss move, dog. That's a boss move. <laughs> That's, that's that's knocking somebody down flights of stairs right there. You know, my, my other experience was at a McDonald's uh, in Hyde Park. This is a quick one, man. I order I order two things, man. I order a fry and an apple mm-hmm. pie. Okay, simple. I get up there, they only got they only heard the order for the fry. I was like, yo, I, I ordered apple pie too. Well, we 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 only charge you for the fry. I said, yeah, I know that, but I wanted an apple pie as well. So. The chick just stares at me, and I stare back. It was like a Mexican standoff, and I'm thinking, like, I know you. I'm in the drive-through, no. mind you. So I'm like, I'm like, I'll hold up this whole line to get my apple pie. Like, like, don't play. Like, don't not play with me. Like, I like, I'm like, can I get a, Can I just get an apple pie? She gets the attitude, turns to the manager, and goes, he's talking about, can he just get one? So the manager was like, yeah, just give him one. Like, like, keep the line going. So the manager goes in the back to get an apple pie. She's standing there. She she she's mad at me now because I caught her out in front of the manager. And she looks at me and she goes, "You know this is costing us money, right?" So I laughed at her, right, and which made it even made her even more mad. <laughs> I laughed at her and I was like, "Yeah, I think I got a dollar ten. I said I got money for an apple pie. So I gave her my card. She ran a card or whatever. The manager comes back with the apple pie. I was like, "Thank you," and like she wouldn't even look at. <laughs> Like, just because y'all forgot it don't mean I still don't right, want it. Right. Well, we didn't we didn't charge you for that. Yeah, yeah but I ordered it. it. I ordered it. Jeez, man. What's 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 wrong with our people, know. right? They, they the same ones want fifteen dollars an hour. Barely want to give you ketchup. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Barely want to give you ketchup. Can I have some ketchup? They give you one package. What? <laughs> <laughs> man, if y'all don't give me, I'll come back there and snatch the pack the ketchup package myself, <laughs> man. <laughs> Hey, man, tear a page out of Patillo's book, man. They got the ketchup thing sitting out there, man. Get your, man, come on, dude. Like, sh- 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 get that ketchup out there, man. Ain't, they ain't worried about no ketchup. Y'all a multi-million dollar company, man. Come on, man. Get, get, whatever. Well, I can go all day about McDonald's and how savage they are and how much I hate McDonald's, but it is what it is. <laughs> Those are good stories, though, man. Those are good stories. I got a couple. One is free, too. And then one is, uh, I'm going to try to keep it as short as possible. My first experience is actually, I, me, this was, this happened like maybe six or seven years ago. And, um, you'll be going to be surprised to guest appearance on this one. Uh, Jayon and Tanisha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me, Jayon, Tanisha, and my wife and my mother-in-law, we went to Applebee's in Hodgkins. Okay. Hodgkins. Yeah. It's uh near Lagrange. Near Lagrange. So we sitting there, we we sitting there, we had Applebee's, we order our food, everything is pretty good. We found got our table on time, waitress is nice, everything is all good. So we get our place and everything, we start eating, and next thing you know, Jay, there were like there were army ants on the table. Out of nowhere, what? they start crawling on Jayon's plate. They start crawling, crawling on my mother-in-law's plate. Yes, what? bro. They had ants in the restaurant. <laughs> ants. <laughs> it, was, 
<laughs> it was like that ghost face kid. You gotta answer your car. You gotta answer your mouth, V. <laughs> Bro, you know we walked out of that and didn't pay for that dinner? I, I don't blame you. Why? Ants just they just swarmed on the table. And tell me why maybe about a month later they closed down. Mm, yeah, border health shut down. down. I think they was getting too many complaints. But yeah, man, ants, dude. We was upset. Upset. So crazy. And hot and Hoskins. And man. We were so disgusted. Usually when you have a bad experience at a restaurant, you'll just go grab some heroes or something like that on your way home. But uh, we were so disgusted, man. We was like, all right, man, we just go home, man. We had a good time. <laughs> y'all, wow, y'all got any? Y'all lost man, your appetite, lost, man. Real quick, man. Real quick. That sucks, man. That sucks to go through something like that, man. You're not even hungry no more. Right, right, dude. You know what? You know what? I, and I, I'm that, that experiences like this, like we've mentioned. This is the reason why I've I've dedicated myself to more doing more cooking at home. Yeah, man. Because like. Ain't nothing like making your own food, man. You know how it's being prepared. You 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 can prepare it the way you like it. Yeah. You know you ain't you don't have to tip nobody. You know just for bringing it to your to your table. Like eating out is eating out is overrated, man. I'm gonna just say <laughs> it, it. It is, man. It is. I just restrict it. I kind of just restrict it to once a week, man. Just being a wife, you know, on Saturdays we'll go out to dinner somewhere. But we just keep it at one. And then during the week, we'll, we'll try to cook, man. If we can't cook, I mean, we'll, you know, there'll be times like during the meeting, you know, meeting nights, it's kind of tough to cook, man. Because you're coming from work, straight to work to the hall. Hey, see, 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 what you got to do is you got to make enough to have leftovers the previous night. See that I can do that. But the problem is my the way my schedule is on Wednesday, my meeting on Thursday, Wednesday, I work nights. And then I work in the morning, and then after that, I go to. I'm going from the work to the meeting. So what do I do then? Yeah, that's true. That's true. You can't really do much unless you cook it on Tuesday. That's the thing, yeah, yeah. It depends on what you cook. It, it, certain things that you cook, it'll stay good for a couple of days, and then other things you got to eat right away. That is true. That is but, true. But uh, my next story, this was back when me and the wife was dating. I called myself. So I went to uh, back back when I was in Chatham. We took the circuit overseer out to a Chinese restaurant in River Oaks. I don't remember the restaurant, but I remember it was really good. So I would say a couple of years later when I was dating my wife, I called myself trying to surprise her. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take the bull by the horn. I'm going to surprise her to this nice restaurant. The only problem is I didn't remember what Chinese place it was. I tried to call my mom, ask her, do you remember that Chinese place we went to when we took the circuit over here? I think we had Brother Brown. We had Brother Brown at the time. And I was like, shout out to Brother Brown. Um, he's married, by the way. Yes. Yeah. I heard. I heard. So I called her. I was like, hey, where's uh, where's uh, where's that restaurant? She's like, no, nah, I don't know. I don't I don't remember where it was. I know what you're talking about. It was real good. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to just shoot for it, man. I'm going to just go on to River Oaks. I know it's in River Oaks. I just find it. We'll go there. We go there. <laughs> take my wife. We had the twins. Um, I think Linnell was with us. We found this restaurant, this Asian, this Mexican, you know, uh, Chinese restaurant. Sit in, dine in. And I thought this was a place. So when we walk in, man, it's straight dark in there. Lights all super dim. And not in a good way. Not like, like, 
not in a good way like you know mandolin and violins good way this is like <laughs> yeah, like they like a day that paid they bills kind of way. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like on that on that on that level so man, my wife looking at me like you sure this the place i'm like yeah it's the place it's the place you know? <laughs> there wasn't hardly nobody in this restaurant, right? So it's so I wait, so I agree to come up. She come up, she like, uh, you need table? She's like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll take table. We get a table. She gets us a table. We the only ones in there. We at the table. He's oh, wow. she's serving us. So I'm like, no, she agreed to, and she's serving us. Okay. So I had a little moment. So she's taking everybody drinks, right? Then she goes and takes my drinks. Now this Chinese lady got a dick. English accent. I'm talking about straight broken English. So I'm terrible when it comes to trying to figure out what people are saying that speak other languages, that try to speak English. So she's asking me, uh, what do you want to drink? I was like, uh, I take <laughs> I take a, a orange, I see on the menu, orange crust. She said, so you want Onye Pop? I was like, huh? No, I want orange crust. <laughs> He was like, Onye Pop. I'm like, no, I want an orange crush. And she's like, oh, you want Onye Pop? And my wife, <laughs> Danita, told me, she said, you want an orange pop. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> Dude, the nail, everybody lost it. Lost it. Everybody cracked it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, they was yeah, with bro. you. <laughs> so, dude, like, it took forever for us to get our food bro i'm talking about we we sitting there for an hour and we had a good crew so everybody was laughing and joking and everything and they had those little uh what they call those things those pot stickers or whatever that they serve yeah, you know yeah as little appetizers and everything so we was kind of good but we was in you know we talking and everything so our food finally come out everything's all good we still sitting there talking and everything. Our waitress putting her coat on. They turn more lights off. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at the time. I'm like, dude, it's still, it's still early, you know? So she's sitting there with her coat, just watching us. We like, okay, what's, what's she waiting on, you know? And so I, <laughs> Lavelle was like, uh, oh, you, you, you ready for us to pack? Y'all ready for us to get to go boxes? Y'all want to go boxes? She's like, Oh yeah, to go box, to go box. She she go in the back. She go grab some boxes. She just flip them on our table. We like, oh okay, all right. So we put all our food up. She give us the, the receipt and everything. We get her the money. <laughs> she paid for the receipt. You know, she paid. She we, you know we paid for the food. She you know give us our change. We tipped her. Man, she was out. You know, the only people that was still in that restaurant was just us and the cooks. What? <laughs> I'm not making this up. It's just us and the cooks, man. And one of the cooks came out and was like, hey, man, we, uh, she's like, uh, sorry, we, we, we're closed. We're, we're closed. We like, man, ain't nobody tell us we, that y'all was closed. We just sitting here, you know, we thinking. And, and I, the, the whole time, we're the only ones in the restaurant, man. And this is a big restaurant. I don't know if it's still there in River Oaks, man, but. For the food was good. Wait a minute, not the Asian buffet. It wasn't the Asian buffet. We got served at this restaurant. Was it on Torrance? I don't remember, man. I don't remember. But wow. But yeah. Yeah, whatever restaurant this was, I don't know if it's still there no, anymore. But 
I mean, the food was actually pretty good. I, I don't remember it being nasty. I just remember the experience being kind of odd. And, and the fact that I didn't understand a word that the waitress was talking about. You know, she was outside smoking a cigarette. She came back. We was cracking jokes. She was trying to get in on our jokes. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> she was a weird waitress, man. But I don't know if it was family owned. I don't know. But, you know, that's probably what the case is. Yeah, that's. Actually, that, that experience is not that bad. Yeah, it, it wasn't bad. It was just ah. compared to the compared to the things that you have to go through in my community. I will say <laughs> this: I did go to a Chili's, we, not Chili's. We went to another Applebee's in Forest City. Big mistake. We went to Applebee's in Forest City, right? Me and the wife come in. The greeter comes in and checks in. I didn't even know there was an Applebee's in Forest City. Now, <laughs> <laughs> but she she you know the greeters got us in. We sat down no waitress in sight for 15 minutes i flagged the manager down i said well who's serving our table she's like oh let me go get him another 15 minutes come back still no one comes we we haven't even got our drinks yet bro i told my wife nope gotta go we left we walked out the greeter was like thank you for coming to applebee's you have a good one what yes. yeah if, if 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 it takes that long to even get seen dude the rest of your evening is going to be a a horrible experience man man like horrible yeah if it's taking them that long for the for the waiter for the waitress to even come yeah this 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 ain't about to go go well it's not it's not Uh, we we left right out we probably i think we ended up grabbing some sharks and just went home (laughs) (laughs) all right man i got about 10 minutes here yes sir me too so uh, let's get to these awards. You played yourself award. I'm giving my award to Terry Stotts, and this is why. Terry, it's so obvious. Everybody's saying it. Bro, <laughs> you saw how Houston played Golden State. Why are you? Did you know Steph Curry had hit nine threes last night, and seven of them were uncontested? Because he had this genius game plan to have all his bigs not chase Steph Curry off the three-point line, but just sit at the paint and just allow Steph and allow Klay Thompson to shoot threes all day. And then have the nerve to get an attitude with the media because they asking them, uh, well, this, you know, you were leaving Curry and all of them wide open and you had your bigs playing, you know, close to the paint. Um, do you think you should adjust your way you coach and everything? And, and Terry Stoss is like, He's like, well, we only had they only had a six point lead going into the fourth quarter. Okay, that means y'all was looking. Man, he needs to be he needs to be studying that series where Cleveland beat Golden State in the uh, finals. Yeah. Uh, and from 2016, he needs to be studying that footage. Yeah, because how much you want to bet we gonna see an Enos Cancer and Draymond oh, Green it's fight? It's coming. They already talking trash. Uh, oh, and, and, that's that's a, that's a, that's what I'm waiting on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And in the, the state of Turkey, I mean, the country of Turkey, they played themselves too, man, not airing the Western Conference Finals because of Enoch. Oh, wow. They bogus for that. Wow, I yeah. didn't know that. I got to give I gotta give my You Played Yourself to Jimmy Butler for saying that he, he feels he can get a max deal anyway. Oh, no, 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 no. Ain't nobody giving Jimmy max deal. Like, <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, hey, like what did Jay, what did Jay Z say uh, to OJ? Okay, 
Oh man, yeah, I don't, I don't see it, man. Jimmy, Jimmy had a nice series against the Raptors, but and I, and I know it, it's he's playing for that contract. He's playing for that contract, so he was really out there promoting himself. But uh, yeah, I don't think he's gonna get a max deal unless it, it's it. I don't know. One team might be dumb enough to give him one. Who Brooklyn, New York, Brooklyn, maybe? probably Brooklyn's done. Hey, Brooklyn set they franchise back ten years. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Yeah. yeah. Um. The essence of Otis Award. Who you got? Hey man, <laughs> we all watch the Jalen and, and, and Jacoby podcast, man. I got to get a, this essence of Otis to Ryan Hollis, <laughs> the substitute, the substitute host when Jalen can't do it on the Jalen and Jacoby podcast. Every now and again, they'll bring in Ryan Hollins, dude. And do if you could just read through the comments section whenever they have Ryan Hollins on the show, man. And it's not that the dude doesn't know basketball. It's just that he's corny. He's super corny. He be rocking back and forth, too. Like, he listening to music. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> dude, I, I put, well, for the Bruce Bowen episode, I, I put a comment. I was like, man, thank God they ain't bringing back Ryan Hollins. Dude, my comment had, like, 35 likes in, like, an hour. <laughs> Oh man, that's good. That's so good. They were trashing this dude, trashing him on the internet, trashing him. That dude—he's terrible. Yeah, He—he—he's—he's definitely—he's definitely terrible. Um, I surprisingly don't have a essence of Otis Award for this particular episode, so we'll go right along to the Cuddy Award. Who you got? Man, Terry Rose here. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'm I, I definitely. Be there for that ceremony to get him that that trophy, that cutty trophy. Man, like K, like like KRS One said, do you ever think about when you out of here? <laughs> he out of Boston, man. He out of Boston. Yeah, get get out of there, man. Get out of there while you can, dude. You, you I always like Terry Rozier. I feel like he's a he, he's one of those guys that can go on another team and and possibly be an all star. Like I, I I really think he's that that good. So and I, I feel like he's more all around. Like he can he can get you a triple double every now and then. You know he's not he's a streaky he's a streaky shooter. But you know when he's on he's on man. There's no stopping him. But yeah yeah it, it, I I like that he's putting his narrative out of there. It's like we we've heard enough from Kyrie. Um, you know he all his comments were right on the money. Uh, Terry Terry's comments that is like. He did have to take a backseat. He did have to sacrifice playing time. Like, you know, and I hate I hate being right, man, but I predicted this, man. I predicted this before the season even started. I'm like, man, dude, they're going to have locker room issues. And sure enough, man, I hate that I was right. <laughs> yeah. But he's doing he's doing his job. He's doing his job promoting himself, getting getting his narrative yep. out there, and putting and putting it out there that hey, look, I, I'm I'm taking on all all who are interested in mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I I agree with that Cuddy Award big time. Um, I give I got an extra Cuddy Award too. I want to give out definitely Kawhi Leonard for basically knocking the 76ers down a flight of stairs, man. That that his performance in that series was. With, it's it's comp. They put it up there with Michael Jordan's uh, averaging 41 against the Suns in the finals in '93. Like that dude had a crazy series, man. That was one of the best individual performances 
that I've seen in a playoffs by a player in a long time. So big shout out. Yeah. Big shout out to Kawhi Leonard. Man. But the rest of the Raptors, y'all need to tighten yeah, y'all up. Do. Or y'all not y'all gonna find yourselves at the crib. Oh, real quick, who you got for these series? Oh man, I, I had Golden State in six. Okay. Um, but after last night's game, I, I might have them in five. Um and then for the Eastern Conference, man, I'm so I'm so split, man. I'm really split, but I'm inclined to go Milwaukee in seven. Okay. I feel like if Milwaukee does win this series, it'll have to be seven. But uh, it's kind of the same thing with even though I, we was kind of I was kind of wrong on even though we picked the Portland Trailblazers to beat the Nuggets, I didn't think that if it went seven, that Portland was going to win on the road against the Nuggets. So you, you never know what can happen. Um, game seven is the biggest two words in sports. So I would say I, I got the I got the Raptors in six. But if it goes seven, I think Milwaukee going gonna to get to the finals. But I'm going to go Raptors. Okay. So you got Raptors, you got Raptors yeah. in six. I got okay. Raptors in six. So, uh, and then I got the I got the Warriors in six. I, I, I know Portland got off to a bad start, but I think Portland can get two. I think Damian and McCullough can get two out of this one. If not, if they lose game two, uh, yeah, you might be right. It, it, they might, it might be over in five. So, but uh, yeah, study that footage, y'all. Study that footage of when Cleveland beat them. See what they did. Uh, it's a shame award. Got a lot of them to give out. <laughs> my my, I, I'm gonna let you get to yours. So my mine is brief. I, I'm gonna give. I'm giving it to Joel and B, man. You know, hey, it's a shame what happened in Game Seven, man. He had to walk off the court with the boo boo face. Yeah, man. Um, shout out to Marcus Saul for consoling him. Oh, big time, um, big time. Um, yeah, he was heartbroken, man. He was heartbroken, but it's, it was good to see that kind of passion, man. We complain too much. We complain too much about about players that are nonchalant and don't seem to care. I, I would much rather see Joel and B crying about a loss than have to sit through another post game interview with Kyrie Irving when he's sitting there with his. With his fist up under his chin, or up, tucked up under his jaw, looking like looking like he just can't wait to go. And I home. hope this is a wake up call to Ben Simmons that he needs to work on his jump shot. Like, what is it going to take? Is it going to take a loss like this to get you to realize that okay, in order for me to get better in this league, I need to learn how to shoot. It's going to take a couple losses like that for him to realize that. Yeah, otherwise he's going to keep losing. It's going to take. Philly, Philly was not ready to make that leap this year, and I, I doubt they'll be ready next no, year. No, because they're not going to have Butler. You know, and it's going to be a couple of other players that they're not going to have. So, you know, it is what it is. But uh, it's a shame what happened to the Rockets. It's a shame. It's a shame what happened. Like, how, how you, <laughs> I mean, just Harden, man. He just disappoints every playoffs, man. Every playoffs. When is he going to have his moment? I don't think it's ever gonna come. I don't think he really wants the moment. You might have a point there. I, I think he just might be like a really, really more talented version of Dwight Howard. That's a good analogy. Like, like I'm just out here having fun. If I make the playoffs, I make the playoffs. If I make the finals, I make the finals. At the end of the day, it ain't really gonna matter. I'm gonna still get my numbers. I'm still get my right. take. You know. Yeah, that's that that is what it is. That's what that's what he is.
they'll fire the coach before they get rid of me. So, you know, I'm good. I know we criticize Russell Westbrook a lot, but at least he played with some – you can see in his eyes that he cares too, even though his game doesn't necessarily show he cares. His reaction at the games, he wants to win. I don't see that with Hart. It's just like, yeah, we lost. I should, you know, we need to play better. Or, or it's just real. He's kind of like Eli Manning almost. Like, like he's kind of like he's kind of like Jay Cutler. Yeah, yeah. Like, just had that. Like, what? Like, do you care? Like, what? What are you out there for? You know. Now his career is better than Jay Cutler's, but just his attitude, you know, it reminds. Thank yeah, yeah, yeah just, just bad. Also, man, it's a shame what happened to our boy Will Barton, man. Shouts out to the Nuggets, man. Y'all, <laughs> y'all were Will Barton and the Nuggets, man. Y'all worked hard. Uh, y'all played hard. He had a big game on one of those games. I think game five. You know, Will Will showed up. Will the thrill showed up. But uh, man, you can't be giving up no threes to no Rodney Hood one on one, man. That that. <laughs> that hurt my feelings, man. That hurt my feelings, Will. So, it, it, hey, come come back, come back next year, tearing up them rims. If I'm, if I'm, here's the difference between the Nuggets and the Celtics. Both of them were eliminated in the second round. The Nuggets' future looks mm-hmm. bright. Okay, they can they can attract a Tobias Harris in free agency. Um, the Celtics, though, if they, they, their future is a big question mark, especially if you, if you see players like Terry Rozier departing, yeah. because he was part of that core that took them into Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals last yep. year. Okay, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. He just is who he is. The Gordon Hayward we see today is the same Gordon Hayward we're going to see next year, and a year after that, and a year after that. He ain't getting no better, y'all. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Y'all paid him $30 million, but <laughs> hey. Yeah. He, he he was Brad Stevens' guy, you know. So yeah. he, he might be he might be he might be holding that Hennessy bottle at the end of the year. He might, he might um, be. But there there are several teams whose futures look bright, even if they got eliminated. And there, there are definitely some teams that gotta figure it out, man. Like Boston is one of them, they gotta figure it out. I think Philly will be all right at the end of the day. I think their future is actually brighter than Boston's at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they they gotta figure it out, man. Yeah, they do. They do. And also And be on be on be be on the lookout for our, our season, our end of the season awards. That's gonna be coming up soon, yes, I'm sir. sure. Yes, sir. No, I'm definitely we got a couple of new awards we're gonna be giving out, like the Lance Stevenson Award and the it's the shame what happened to Flip Award. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we also gonna have a Cuddy Award too, the the the, the big Cuddy Award. This is the biggest <laughs> punch down a flight of stairs of the year. <laughs> we got that ready for you too. Uh, I can't wait to hear the nominees. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we gonna get that uh, freshly cooked. Also, be on the lookout. Uh, we didn't have time to really do that for this episode because uh, I'm tight on schedule and Ian just finished another season of magnificent, of oh, not magnificent vibes, vibes and stuff. Uh, yes, we just we just posted it this morning. Check Two it out. Episode side A and side B. Check both of those out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so hard on you guys. <laughs> All my you guy haters, y'all gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and coming up next for magnificent files. We also got yeah yes you, you said it the DJ premiere tracks coming up our favorite yeah. picks. We also going. We also got to get get in. If the weather's getting warmer, man, we're gonna get into our congregation picnic dudes and oh, don't. Oh yes, I forgot to put that in the in the uh, archive. Yes, 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 yes. I want to get into that big time. 
Big time. So, if the weather's getting nice, yeah. y'all, Goliath Congregation Picnic's coming mm -hmm. up, man. Learn how to make yours a success. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Stay tuned. <laughs> I've seen some good ones and I've seen some bad ones. <laughs> man, stay tuned, man. That's going to be a good one. Good one. I got a congregation picnic story. I got two actually on the show. I also want to get into to, to basketball. You know, we kind of briefly touched on it, like I think back in season three, but I kind of want to revisit this topic. And I, I want to get into some do's and don'ts with in regards to playing basketball at the gym with the brothers. Mm, okay. I, I, I okay. want to touch on I want to I want to ruffle some feathers with that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna let you take that one, uh, cause, cause I ain't played, I ain't played on a court with the brothers in a good seven years. Hey, 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 I haven't really played with the brothers either, but I'm just going off past experiences, and I'm sure this still goes on in a lot of gyms. And we just need to, we just need to, we we want to bring this to rest, man. But with that said, man, I know you got to go play, pay some bills. I do too. So with that, we'll see you on the next one. Yes, sir. Enjoy these yes, beats. Sir. Peace, 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 peace.
just do you, I'll do me And we can still be together Be together Barbecue pierogi alert. Roy, you cannot stop me with the right hand or the left hand. Barbecue hashtag pierogi alert. That's sausage for all you dummies like Chuck. It's uh... Pierogi is not a sausage, fool. That, well, that's what you told me earlier. No, that, you asked about a kielbasa. <laughs> <laughs> Strike that from the tape. That's what Chuck <laughs> Chuck, yeah, Chuck just set me up. No, you call <laughs>